Um, one thing I forgot to tell you about my vacation is that we did the same thing that you and I did when we went on a road trip where we got a disposable camera and we took a nice. bunch of pictures. But this time I did develop it myself. I put it in the little baggie myself and I wrote all the wow. things. I don't know when it's going to be ready or how they're going to contact me to tell me that it's ready, but <laughs> um, hopefully it'll be ready soon. Fun. And my plan is to like immediately make a scrapbook out of it so that I can show everybody my vacation. Yes. But it was, it was really fun because there were a couple of times where we like asked someone else to take pictures of us and every single one of them was like, oh yeah, that's so cute. Because it was like a disposable camera. So it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you still have the the photo album with ours in it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, I have that one. And I have the photo album that you and me and Greg and McKenna made. And possibly Phoebe was there? The, the, the squat book. The squat book, yeah. Yeah. Um, did McKenna also give us a CD with those pictures on it? Yeah, I think I threw that away. Rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to do with CDs. Uh, I would have reading them. I would have taken them so that I could also have copies of the pictures. But no, that's that's not the point. The point of disposable camera is that you dispose of them. You dispose of the pictures. Yeah. Okay. You only get one. That's why it's like high pressure. Okay. And actually, it was high pressure when we were on the vacation because, like, I don't know. I feel like when you and I got a disposable camera, it was like maybe like. Dollars or something, but this one was like thirty, and it only had twenty-seven pictures on it. Like we it was ended up getting a second one, and it, like an impulse for us where we were just like at a CVS and we were just like, "Look at this, let's do yeah. this." <laughs> no, but it was like I don't know. It felt expensive for a camera, and there were only twenty-seven yeah. pictures, and like it was a lot of pressure because also you and I we were only gone for like a day. Like yeah. our thing was like five days, so like. We ended up buying a second one because it was just like you need more pictures. I don't know. We would go to like one thing and then we'd be like 10 pictures. How did we take 10 pictures here? But like somehow we took 10 pictures. Yeah. I had a disposable picture or a disposable camera for our field trip to Washington, D.C. in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Um, And I made a big poster out of all of the pictures that I took. And I still have that in my closet so actually and I frame it and put it on my wall I think I might have destroyed the poster whenever I moved from like moved here and I just took the pictures off of it oh and I have them like in a folder somewhere you should make a scrapbook but I definitely have like a very cursed image of Greg from that where it's like completely dark and then he's like coming out of the darkness in a yes uh, terrifying manner so that's, that's how I met him. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I apologize for the mouth sounds. I'm eating berries. The crunch. They're not crunchy. I mean, I can hear a bit of a crunch. They're squishy. Wait, a squanch. A squanch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's um, a thing on Rick and Morty. There's a character called Squanchy. It? Really? Does squanching. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I guess um, the strawberries are kind of crunchy. This weekend, uh, one of the people I work with had a vasectomy last week. Oh, and good for it him. Was, it was also his birthday that weekend. And so we had a... Not good timing. We oh, had no. a no more birthday party for him when he came into work. That's fun. It was great. We all dressed up like him. There was cookie cake. Um, it had like 
little sperm that had like dead eyes, like X eyes. Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. More. you're dead. <laughs> no more babies. I great. love that. Did you tell him about that episode of Slow Tap? I did not. Oh, no. But it, are you it trying to not tell your coworkers about Slow Tap? <laughs> it never. It's not a natural thing to bring up in conversation. I don't think. I feel like I find ways to insert it into conversations. I have had a maybe like one conversation with someone who didn't already know that I watched Slow Tat where they brought up Slow Tat and I was like, oh my God, wow. I've seen that. I know all about that, unfortunately. Oh boy. Were they for or against? They were for. Oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, it was the kind of thing where it was like, oh, I watched that in high school. It, that was, that was a show, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah. Um, um, falling in love. I didn't have anything to okay. follow up that. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Season two, episode 23. It's called I Got You, Babe, which is a song by mm-hmm. Sunny and Cher uh, from the 1960s. I don't know That's why it. this show has song title names sometimes. It's not like they can't think of actual titles. Yeah. So they just steal them. Yeah. At least, like, commit, though. Like, if you're going to do it, do it for all of them. Um, I guess it makes sense because it's uh, about a custody of a baby. So it's like, I got you, baby. Oh, I got you, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, there's a a song. Um, There are are uh, many songs. (laughs) There's a variety of songs. It's um, my sister jump rope to it at one point. And I think it has the guy from Weezer and someone else but there's one part where it's like i've got the magic baby uh, and i always thought it was like i have a magic baby <laughs> I'm, like, I'm running around with this magic baby what do i do with the magic oh baby? it's i think this song is just called magic it's like i got, got the, the magic in me. me that one yeah uh, yeah that's a song that's a song yeah so is i got you babe which is the title it should have um, been i got the magic baby I got the magic, baby. Um, so the episode starts with George at Ricky's apartment eating some sausage. And yes. Sausage King sausage. Uh, he says that the sausage king should be the sausage czar, which I am just not sure if there. Czar would... is not above king. Yeah, so... I don't. <laughs> I don't think czar is like. I feel like czar was kind of a buzzword in 2009. Because do you remember, like, Obama made a bunch of people czars of things? No. It was like a government. Something was happening where he was like, this guy is the education czar. And this guy is the something czar. If you say so. Maybe I dreamt that. I don't know. But I feel like that was a thing. Like, people were saying czar a lot in 2009. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Maybe my PSA for this episode will be tracking these like use of the word czar yeah you know how they have like the google thing that you can look up how uh like the spikes of people searching words i'll look up czar for that see if 2009 had a spike Uh, i guess at this point we're 2010 or maybe 11 have what i don't know go on i have a grievance yes for a recent psa so you said that you shouldn't marry someone that you've only known for a couple months because they might be a murderer yes but here's the thing is like you can be married to someone for like a long ass time and not know that they're a murderer. Like ETK yeah. had a wife for like 40 years and she had no idea that he was a murderer until he like 
sent a floppy disk of his murders to the police and they were like oh yeah this guy's a murderer and she was like no he's not and it was like no dude he is and she did like good murderers can cover it for as long as they want he wasn't even a good murderer okay he's one of the worst he's known as not being good at it but also the thing of it is is that like you like anyone could be a murderer at any time and like you wouldn't know and like sometimes you might know and you might want to marry them anyway so like I don't know not okay. those ones but like I don't okay I, what about I people have like murdered their wives <laughs> yeah no like, definitely you want to check on their previous spouses if they died under suspicious circumstances yeah. but also that's like kind of hard to google because like sometimes people change their names so like, mm-hmm. I guess you just like need to hire a private investigator if you're ever going to get married. That's true. Yeah. Always privately investigate your potential spouses. Yes. Uh, that's literally what David did to Molly. Is it not? Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, grievance with this show. What the fuck happened to David? Right. Does he know that Robbie is his son? I don't think we, so. Like, and We uh, confirmed through Wikipedia that Robbie yes. is his son. And but they've um, never confirmed on the show. Like, I finished reading Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens. Oh, thank we you. We will do a whole episode on it. Okay, um, good. After, like, I plan on doing that, like, in between For seasons. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the main thing, the biggest takeaway that that book has is dates. It puts dates on all of the stuff that happens in season okay. one slash beginning of season two. Yeah. Um, and there is... There's like three months between garage sex with George and Molly meets David. So like it would be so very obvious just by the birthday. Yeah. Which person it was. Yeah. So there's which should not be. But like on Wikipedia, it said that like. Yeah, I know. It's definitely. It's definitely David's, but I'm just saying within the show, it doesn't even make sense that there would be any confusion about it. And it's not realistic that George would think that that baby's his whenever the birthday is like literally a year, maybe even more like after they had sex. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. But well, yeah, it, I'm just questioning, like, did like, anyone is, mention to yeah. David that his it might actually might, be his baby? Yeah, because George still thinks that it's his and like they just, because George questioned it and yeah. then was, and then Molly got all mad about him questioning it and then like yeah. ran away and that was kind of the cause of like their issues now. And then they just like never addressed it and again. So, now it's all just like, should we get married or not? It's yeah. like, maybe you should resolve Hoomsta's baby. So George, Molly first. got so mad about it that George was like, okay, I guess that was insensitive of me and I should have just believed you when you said it was mine. But has like, he checked Wikipedia? Like, <laughs> it says it's not his baby. That's true. That's true. But also, like, when Molly ran away, she ran away potentially to where David was. Like, okay. I know it was. But we never saw him again. We Benzie. only saw Creepo. Yeah, I know. Like, why would Creepo's place in the narrative could have been replaced by David like yeah. that would have been more consistent and maybe maybe not interesting they could have given him a nephew to date Amy yeah you know yeah. 
we're so much better at writing this show than them. And then it would be like the same parallel situation with Adrian and her stepbrother, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, basically, David was erased from the narrative for the rest of this season. We will see if and when he he resurfaces. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So George, Ricky uh ricky invited george over to show him where john would be and that it's safe and he wants george to convince amy to let ricky keep john on the weekends Mm -hmm. um and george is like well it doesn't matter how safe you've made the place something can still happen he could still fall and get injured or anyway that could happen at your house yeah that can happen anywhere but ricky's like that that can't happen because i'll get accused of child abuse so i'm not gonna let that happen (laughs) um george is like george is like well it will probably happen just because kids get injured sometimes Mm -hmm. and uh you know if you if it's so bad that you take like you have to go somewhere to like get stitches or something like everyone gets questioned in those circumstances like it's not gonna be just a you thing like just because you were a victim of child abuse they're like like, because it's ricky we know he would get super defensive about it which would be hella suspicious yeah he would not handle the questioning like someone would be like hey like did your son really bump his head in the shower and he would be like i did not sexually molest my child and it would be like dude you're making it look like you definitely molested your child that's kind of what george is saying like this is actually kind of a good conversation Mm -hmm. which is uh rare coming from george but it is him being like everyone gets questioned about this just because people used to not question it and like that was an issue and that was why yeah. child abuse like kept happening and no one asked questions so like now mm-hmm. they're trying to change that so like are you prepared for people to ask you that without it like triggering some shit because like yeah it's gonna happen yeah it doesn't matter about your past it's gonna happen just because that's how people take care of kids now like yeah yeah um but now ricky's all worried about that um but he still think he still wants John, and John mm. George is like, well, it's good that you're worried about it because it will keep you even extra alert and yeah. protective. Um, and George is basically like, you have my blessing, but ask Amy still. And Ricky's like, well, I already asked Amy, and she said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then George is like, oh, I rescind my blessing then. Didn't know that. Um, and also George explains the definition of rescind and Ricky's like I know what rescind means and George's like I didn't I got that from a word calendar a word of the day calendar yes because um, George is dumb yes have you ever had a word of the day calendar no but I do have a word of the day tangent I I mean I do too which is why I'm going on the tangent would you like to go first okay basically I recently overheard a conversation where someone was saying, like, making a big deal about how they didn't know what the word ameliorate means. Okay, I don't know what that word is. It means, like, to, like, if something is bad, ameliorate means, like, you bring it back up to normal levels. Okay. Which, like, 
it is kind of a niche word, but like in like science papers, which I read all the time, like it's a common word because it's like, oh, like this titer was down in doing X, Y, Z ameliorated it or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. not that uncommon a word, but like they were making a big deal of it. And I was like, guys, like literally just Google it. Like it, cause it happens. Like sometimes you like read a word and you don't know what it means. Yeah. And then you just Google it. And she was like, why would they even use that word? Why wouldn't they just say, bring it back up to normal? And I'm like, cause that's like seven words. And why would you do that when you can use one? Like, it's very obvious. Why are you complaining? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that you can use that argument for literally any word. Why would you say Mm -hmm. that word when you could just literally explain the definition of it instead? Yeah. Like, I understand if there's, like, two single words that mean the same thing and maybe one is more common or one fits better. But, like, if it's, like, a long stretch of words that you could condense down to one and you know what that one means then like obviously that one's better like yeah especially when you're working with like writing things that have like a word count or a page limit like using fewer words is what you yes. want to do anyway what's um, your word of the day thing? my word of the day thing is that I did not have a word of the day calendar thing but my sister had a couple straight years where she was trying to do that so uh sometimes when I would go over to her place I would see words of the day and mm-hmm. the one that really stuck with me that um I I saw it and I was like I will memorize that one is phloxin austin nihilopilification oh I don't like that one <laughs> it, it it means the valuing of something as worthless oh uh, so I like what it means word uh and yeah so that is a word from a word of the day calendar that is not rescind but a little more niche and like deserving of uh like being on a calendar instead Um, of just a regular word that people use are you familiar with the word chargagagog manchagagog jabonagungamog no okay well sometimes greg says it because he it's like the name of a lake it's like an indian word that means like i fish over here you fish over there nobody fishes in the middle or something like that i like like, that it's kind of nice um but recently they said it on gilmore girls and i was like what the fuck because i thought only greg knew that word but apparently it's like a some people know that word on gilmore girls as well okay cool cool, cool. this has been words (laughs) a tangent about words um George is like, if Amy made up her mind, then that's it. How about you make a compromise? Which is like, is this not literally a compromise already? It's not like Ricky is asking for John entirely. Like, I'm going to take John away from you. I do understand, like, not wanting him to have all weekends. Because, like, if she only has him during the week, then she only gets to see him when she's not at school. And, like, weekends are when you get to do fun things. But that's why a mediation would be great. Because then you can work out, like... I'll take every other weekend or yeah. you'll take every third weekend or, or you we'll could just out. alternate weeks in general and like completely divide it in half Yeah, like there are lots of ways that you could work this out but like you're not doing a good job of it on your own so yeah. that's why he's asking for mediation yeah and like she's but like such a bitch about it George asking for a compromise when Amy's stance is literally I want complete custody over John like what is the compromise that Ricky is supposed to suggest 
Like the compromise they're asking for is for him to just leave things as they are, yeah, which is that's just like not a compromise. he gets to have his son like once in a blue moon and he's only allowed to see him consistently at her house and under her like yeah. guidance. Like he basically only has supervised visitation with his own son now. Yeah. And like he would like more contact than that. Yes. Um, so and it would help out Amy, which they point out so many exactly. times. Like all she does is bitch about how she doesn't have time to herself. And it's like, if you let someone else take care of your son in even amount of the time, then you will have more time to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the time that you do spend with your son, you can enjoy more because yes. you'll treasure it. Yes. Yes. Uh, but George is like, I'll talk to her, but you're starting a war. So be careful. And then falling in love happens. Uh, then we see George and Ashley in the kitchen and George immediately shirks this responsibility that he just gave himself. And it's like, hey, Ashley, you should talk to Rick- to Amy about Ricky taking John. And Ashley's like, I just talked to her last week. I just told her how pretty and smart she was. Like, what? I just you want me to talk to her, to her again? Week. I can't do it again. Uh, so... Ashley only speaks to Amy at least like every other week, probably. Um, And Ashley also says that the whole Ricky situation made Amy upset and she's taking care of the babies. And now the babies are upset because Amy's upset. And she uses the term specifically, the babies are cranked out, which is that a term people use? We should start saying cranked out more. I'm cranked out. It's like pissed off, but not... And I am not quite a fan of it. Do you hear crunching noises? Now I do, since you just said that. Okay, um, I'm sending you a picture. I can see Zoe through the window of my box, but she's eating a crunchy treat on my bed, and it's really cute. Aww. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Um, so also Molly is sick. So Molly comes in, Ashley leaves, and she, Molly sounds like Lindsay Lohan up in here. It's crazy. Dude, people lose their voice on this show so often. Yes. And they just keep on filming. Yeah. I mean, the show must go on. Mm -hmm. So Molly thinks that Amy should decide when Ricky can see John and that the parents should just stay out of it. And But also, Molly organized dinner plans with ricky's parents ricky's foster parents so that they can all discuss it together so she's like we should stay out of this but also have a secret meeting to discuss it yeah (laughs) great um and then so they want to basically molly's like honestly molly doesn't really care she kind of wants to stay on amy's side but also she's like just let them work it out whatever just don't go to court because that would suck and amy comes in and she tells george that she will not compromise at all because she gave birth to the baby and so that gives her the right to decide when and if ricky can see him um in which I went on a tangent in my notes about oh, how, um, basically what you already said about how this makes Amy's life better in general. So there's yeah. no reason why she shouldn't be supportive of it. It's like um, the whole argument for like fathers to be more involved is like, this is your baby too. You should take yes. it, 
50% of the responsibility, 50% of the caring for the child. Like when you're watching your child, you're not babysitting, like that's your child. But that argument doesn't stick when you then turn around and say, I'm the mother, I get to decide everything. Yeah. Like you can't so both of those also i am going to bring up another tangent um there's a an amendment called the equal rights amendment that in the united states continuously has been brought up since like the 1930s but never passes and it's literally just men and women are equal and should have equal rights Mm -hmm. um because our constitution does not say that and so people are like "Mm, maybe it should say that it should Uh, probably say that yeah but one of the reasons that people use to vote it down is that in custody cases and in child care cases, there are people who genuinely believe that mothers have more rights than fathers do in those situations. And so if you write down in the constitution that you can't mother, do that. Yeah, that women and men are equal, then like that changes a lot of custody things too. I and mean, I think it's just so obviously like a case by case basis. Like there yeah. are some situations where like the mother is better fit and there's some situations where the father is genuinely better fit. And in most situations, it's probably pretty equal. And yeah. and it's just it's not something that's based on I gave birth to the child and you physically do not have the organs to give birth. So you will never have the same right as I do to a child. Like, yeah. Because also then, like, what about, like, like adoptive parents where neither of you gave birth to the child? Like, what if they get divorced? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But just wanted to bring up that that's, you know, real points of view that people have and stops real progress from being made in the country. Anyway. um, Need to see it. (laughs) George points out how Ricky taking John would help Amy have a life. But Mm -hmm. then she argues what that he could just give Robbie to Ricky on the weekend. Wait, what? I do not remember that. What? (laughs) She's like, well, I have a life already. If you want a life, you can give Robbie to Ricky on the weekends. And then that will give you a life? Question mark. I don't know. Like, George has a variety of faults, we all know, but I've never seen him complain about having to take care of Robbie. No. Or no. his daughters. Like, yeah. Because he's a parent and understands that, like, when you have kids, you have to take care it's of them. Just, it's just a very weird argument. I don't yeah. know. Um, and then George is like, well, I don't want a life. I want your mother. And... Um, Shut up! Like... That implies that, like, having Molly means you don't have a life. Like, <laughs> well, I was also just like, you don't actually want her, though. You just want a marriage. You want a that. wife. I don't want a life. I want a wife. Yes. But also, <laughs> like, this goes back to the thing about, like, oh, when Amy's life starts in 18 years, and it's like, you all are still alive. Like, yeah. you just are live still your life. continuing to live. Like, you're still this is just part of it like I don't know people talk about like like grad school sometimes where they feel like they like they like sacrifice like five years of their life for this thing and I'm like you're still living like Mm -hmm. I'm still here I'm still having a nice time like just because I'm working towards something and same with like having a child it's like you're working towards raising this child but like you're that is part of your life like yeah 
just because like you've given up other things like this is just what your life is but like this is part of it I yeah i hate that um and amy's like well i'm gonna get what i want and you're not so shut up amy we don't i mean he is not going to get what he wants because but she also is not going to get what she wants yeah that's a good point um adrian shows up and george leaves okay bye yeah uh adrian tells amy that she supports her and doesn't think that ricky should have john mostly because she's just being vindictive and doesn't want ricky to have anything that he wants dude i hate this storyline so much yeah yeah it's so shitty of all of them every single one of them (laughs) no one's doing well in this in this whole situation honestly if i was ricky in this situation i would be like fuck all of you yeah like fuck right off that you would like legitimately do something that could stand in the way of me being able to see my son just because of petty reasons yeah like oh i mean he's he's pretty upset about it later but yeah maybe yeah. not upset enough honestly not as upset as i would be. yeah <laughs> um so adrian she apologizes for ben like having sex with ben and says that she was just trying to hurt ricky not amy and then adrian's like look we both hate ricky right now and that makes us friends so we should prevent him from seeing his child for the rest of his life yes and she's like you're gonna need all the friends you get when you get to court and i just i don't think this is how court works what they're about to do yeah that's how that works (laughs) like i I, having character witnesses is a real thing but like do they accept a bunch of teenagers as character witnesses like Um, i was under the impression it had to be an adult probably they would have more credence than the teenagers this is a storyline on gilmore girls at one point where like a guy is like trying to get partial custody of his daughter and he asks a friend of his to be a character witness and she like writes this whole letter about how like he was great and he like helped her raise her own daughter and it was really sweet and beautiful and nice but like she was an adult who had a child and understood like what it means to be a parent and not just like a bunch of petty ass teenagers who don't like half of them don't even interact with john ever like i don't know i just think character witnesses in general for anything like job interviews and like i don't know gun licenses apparently (laughs) like none of it obviously if you have character witnesses you're gonna get people who say that you're what you want them to say it's basically just like a popularity thing like do you have friends or not so it's like if you don't have friends then like deserve nothing (laughs) yeah apparently yeah Because, like, obviously, if someone thinks you're a bad person and should not be allowed to have a job or get a gun or whatever, you're not going to ask that person to be your character witness. So, like, everyone always has their own motivation for saying anything. Like, I don't know. Um, We switch over to Ben and Grace. They are playing cribbage because, of course, they are at this point. (sighs) Um, oh, um, um, have mm-hmm. I mentioned that I've begun watching Sabrina and the Teenage Witch? No. It's quite good. Okay. Um, huge fan of it. Nice. Uh, it's a great Halloween show. Um, but there was one part where Sabrina was talking to some guy and he was like, we should play cribbage. 
And she was like, I don't know what that is. And so he just <laughs> did a spell to put the information of cribbage Whoa. in her mind. And then she knew how to put cribbage. So honestly, the take. worst part of like playing new games is fucking learning them. It's so annoying. Yeah. And then there's always that one person who's like, we'll just, you'll learn it as we go. And I'm like, yeah. uh, but then you know what we're doing and I don't. So I'm going to So fuck obviously the you're going to we'll win. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not fun for me. Yeah. Um, have you ever played Cheers to the Governor? No, but it sounds familiar. It's like a drinking game, but like it would be fun even if you weren't drinking. It's like you go around in a circle and like every time someone fucks up, like you all drink and then you make up a new rule. And then it's like as you go around, you get more and more rules and there's more stuff. Go around doing what? It's following okay. rules. <laughs> Let me explain to you how to play Cheers to the okay. Governor for people okay. who don't know. So you have people who sit in a circle. Say there's like 10 people. You count off by numbers. So like I would say one, the person next to me would say two, three, yeah. et cetera, around the circle. Okay. <laughs> and then there's always, the first rule is always like, instead of 10, you say cheers to the governor. Okay. So it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, cheers to the governor. If you accidentally say 10, instead you'll drink and you have to try again. Okay, but if you make it to the last one, then it actually might be 14. I don't remember. It probably depends on the number of people, but whatever. Yeah. If you make it to the end, whoever finishes gets to pick the new rule. So it'll be like, okay, for this next round, instead of three, you'll make a honk sound. So then you go one, two, honk, four, five, et cetera. And then you go around until you fill them all out. My favorite is to make one slap yourself in the face. (laughs) whoever messes up when they have to start again they have to start by slapping themselves in the face you you can make it anything you want and it's pretty fun and I feel like you would come up with some creative fun rules and we should play it sometime yeah yeah like that um the title of it just reminds me of get down Mr. President which is different but fun still fun anyway um so they're playing cribbage and they both think it's they're talking about the whole situation because of course they are They Mm -hmm. both think it's reasonable for Ricky to have John for part of the time. And how do they know that this is happening? I I don't know. And I I don't don't care. care, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Ben, Ben like thinks Ricky is reasonable for wanting that, but he also thinks that Amy is reasonable enough that she will come to see the light and they will not have to go to court or any mediation and they'll just figure it out. Has he met her? Apparently not. Okay. Um, Grace thinks that Ben should also have John part of the time. Okay, absolutely not. No. Ma'am, no. That is <laughs> like, not how any of this works. No. Also, like, I, you're about to say this, I know, yes. but she's like, you were there every day mm-hmm. since he was born, and he was like, no, I wasn't. I left for three months yes. as I was screaming at the yes. TV. <laughs> no, you weren't. You left for three months. Yes. <laughs> I hate it. Very gross. um and like i don't know that came from grace like ben obviously doesn't want the baby part-time i mean he acts like he's like oh i don't want to break up with amy because i I love john so much and it's like we have seen you in maybe two scenes with john and both of them did not go well like yeah um and so ben brings up that he went to italy and she's like "Mm, you did go to italy didn't you did you have sex in italy and then, you know, he, like, stammers or whatever, and Grace mm-hmm. is like, maybe we should go to Italy. And Ben's like, um, 
maybe we can go somewhere else. I don't know. Olive Garden. (laughs) And then Grace is like, oh, you mean somewhere else like my bedroom? Uh, She is like trying to fuck, right? Yeah. Like she's made the decision. She's She's not a good girl anymore. Right. She's Avril Lavigne. Except, I mean, she seems like what the hell? She, she seems all her she, life she's been oh my good, god but now... i'm trying to move on and you keep going <laughs> <laughs> she seems like she's trying to all just she wants is I to think... mess around i'm sorry <laughs> okay continue continue she wants to make out not have sex yet it would seem mm-hmm. okay um so they go to her bedroom they're gonna make out they're like cool let's do it but we're just friends Mm -hmm. and then amy calls ben right before they make out and so he answers and basically amy and adrian because they're still together uh tell both ben and grace that they need to come over and help plan (laughs) amy's court case i don't know (laughs) adrian's a lawyer now (laughs) You're about to make out with a guy and his ex-girlfriend calls him and is like, hey, you and your new lady friend need to come over and help me win a court case with my ex-boyfriend for our son. Uh, Not very hot. Uh, Then they hang up or Adrian hangs out or something and basically they they're like oh we'll make videos saying that we support her and that's Mm -hmm. all we need to do we don't need to go over there um also like during that conversation adrian makes it so that they need to be character witnesses to say that amy is a good mother and like yes that is that is what all of these videos end up saying but that's not the issue yeah like it's not like ricky's like yeah it's, it's not like, like no one's saying that like Amy should not have rights to her son. Yeah, it's, it's just, just saying that, that like also Ricky is, is a good enough father that he can also have time with his son. Like, yeah, and also the way that Amy is currently managing their son is not fair to Ricky. Yeah, not like, that it's like not that she's not abusing him, but yeah. she is keeping him from his father who would like to see him. Yeah, and that is not fair because he should also have parental rights yes yeah um so ben and grace are like we'll make a video but we'll do that later let's make out now and so they make out and then we see adrian and amy and adrian tells amy that if amy had sex with ben then he never would have had sex with anyone else and so it's basically amy's fault that ben had sex with adrian is what Adrian okay. is saying. yeah he's saying it's her fault i'm a slut <laughs> yep Mm-hmm. and amy's like it's not my fault stop blaming me true yeah and then ashley comes in <laughs> and so we're just done with that was just like a side conversation back to the main idea of the custody okay. battle <laughs> um ashley comes in and she's like um it's best for john to see ricky on the weekends that would be what's best for him um mm-hmm. and amy's like no nope. and Ashley's like, well, I tried. Bye. Okay. Um, she did her best. Yeah. And Amy, back to the sleeping with Ben conversation. <laughs> Amy's Who's like, she talking to Adrian. Okay. Uh, Amy's like, I don't forgive you for sleeping with Ben. And Adrian's like, I don't forgive you for sleeping with Ricky. 
And then Adrian goes on this whole thing where, like, here's where girls mess up. The guys have already moved on and forgiven each other. And Ben's probably already on Ricky's side for this custody thing. So we need to forgive each other and work together to make sure that Ricky, nothing good ever happens to Ricky. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's some logic. Um, Problem with women. <laughs> Ricky and then she's like Ricky's not a stable person and uh you can find a better father for this baby you know okay you're about to say it but she tries to describe Jimmy yes (laughs) and it sounds like me every time I have to talk about Jimmy yeah yeah the 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 guy with the hair yeah face guy yeah you know you know him Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. The guy <laughs> none of us have ever seen interact with your son in any way. He would be a great father. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, and Adrian's like, basically, call everyone. She includes Zoe. Zoe's going to be an important character witness in this. Her and her dead cat. Do uh, we? S- she's not in the video later, right? No, she's not. But okay, Adrian good. says to call Zoe. <laughs> oh, Zoe doesn't have a dead cat. Patty has a dead cat. Oh, I'm sorry. I confused them. Wait, who's yeah. Zoe? Zoe is who he had sex with, and then Adrian threw her phone through a window. And that's not the dead cat girl. No, that's Patty. Okay. Patty's Patty the eraser girl. Okay. Patty's the girl who came over for pencils. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. And she's like, get everyone you can to be a character witness against Ricky. And that's okay, so shitty. Cool. And then we see Grant. Also, and like, Amy has not even talked to a lawyer yet. So, like, she's going through all this. And, like, what if she gets to court and they're like, yeah, you can't use this? <laughs> like, <laughs> she is solely relying on Adrian's legal advice and believing yes. in that. Um, Grant and Ashley are having a Twilight Zone marathon in Ashley's Ashley? room. Ashley. I haven't seen Griffin in a while. I miss yeah, it. Griffin, ca- Grant, Grant. Kind of replace Griffin. Yeah. Grant is not as good at Gr- no. as Griffin. Um, it does show an outside shot of the garage before this scene, and it they did make it look like the door was, like, replaced with a wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a very slightly irrelevant tangent. I was recently... Okay. Sorry, I was scrolling through Hulu and I was looking at like movie previews and there was one for this movie featuring Shailene Woodley where she has a British accent. Oh. It's called something and it's about uh it's like some like like a uh, reporter lady finds a bunch of love letters between these like two lovers in like the 60s who had some illicit affair and one of them is Shay Wu and she talks nice. in a British accent and it's not very good and I kind of want to go watch it now so okay. if I find what that's called I'll tell you very cool cool and thanks good. for thanks for that <laughs> you're welcome um so the their ha- their babysitting I think it's just Robbie I don't think it's John mm-hmm. um but they're babysitting and Ashley is annoyed about it. Grant says that he doesn't mind babysitting and brings up that maybe one day they might have kids together. And Ashley is like, I might never want my own kids after dealing with uh, these other 
babies in my house currently. Yeah. Yeah. And he asks, you know, she says like babies are great birth control. And he's like, are you on birth control? And she's like, I have condoms and that's it. No. (laughs) And he asks if she had sex yet. And she says no. And she asks him and he's like, yes. And he's like, could we have sex like not right now but like you know maybe in the near future like give it a year or something yeah. like is that okay. a possibility and I mean, uh, it's awkward but like for this show it's like it's, this is at least like an appropriate conversation yes. these are two people who are dating they're having the conversation yeah like good for them good for them no one's pressuring anyone it's just yeah. like being open about your history and open about expectations for the future like mm-hmm. it's 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 a good, positive conversation. I don't like his face, but like no. the conversation itself is fine. Yeah, yeah. The healthy um, way for the, them to talk about it. Yes. Um. So Ashley's like, I would rather wait until I am out of high school to ever have sex. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to, I am interested, but I just do, I'm not ready. And I don't think I want to risk teenage pregnancy, I guess, probably is what she's thinking. Yeah. I feel like, like on this show they put a lot of emphasis on like having sex in high school versus not in high school and that like I feel like like the age of 18 is like an arbitrary cutoff mm-hmm. but I feel like like waiting until you're not living at home with your parents is like reasonable because that is awkward yeah or just so. like s- waiting till you're out of high school because high school's mandatory you have to spend seven hours a day there regardless of if you have a child or not I mean I think whenever you turn like 16 or 17 you can you can I mean do what Ashley does like the (laughs) risk of getting pregnant is less after high school because you have the option of like you could go to college or you could just get a job and you can work full time to get money to raise a child yeah whereas like high school kind of limits that ability but even like outside of like the risk of pregnancy I think like waiting until after high school like you definitely don't have to if you feel like emotionally ready to have sex before then but like it kind of makes sense because like having to deal with like like oh I want to have sex but like I have to wait until my parents aren't home or I have to go find some place to do it so my parents aren't around and like you have like siblings and it's just like your living situation is a lot less complicated once you're out of high school yes unless you're too um I just I went on that because I feel like Ashley's motivation is more just the pregnancy part yeah, of the risk it. Of pregnancy. Yeah. Um. So she's like, if that's what you're looking for, please go look somewhere else. And mm-hmm. he's like, No, I want you to be my girlfriend, and I will wait as long as you need me to to have sex. Like. Yeah. Uh, he, she's like, don't hold your breath. And he's like, I'm a swimmer. I can hold my breath for years. Yes. Um, so for he has some a- reason, his face makes me feel like he could hold his breath indefinitely. Like, like he's already dead, but yeah. he's still talking. Like he's a robot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he has a personality trait now that he's a swimmer. I <laughs> no <guess>. breath. <laughs> a swimmer who he does, does not, not breathe. breathe. <laughs> okay uh and then Ashley's like how long can you hold your breath go and then he does it and then she kisses him while he's holding his his breath and then he like blows it all out in her face and it just I did not like uncomfortable like no 
Also, you can hold your breath without blowing your cheeks out like that. Like, just hold your breath regular style <laughs> yeah. there, okay? Okay, so after that, we go to the the parent dinner meetup at Jeff's. Yes. So we, we got Molly, George, Margaret, and Shaker. Oh, Margaret. I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, that's, that's Ricky's parents. Margaret, um, I heard they know it. That's true. They've never talked to each other before apparently <laughs> never met this is the first time he didn't meet at like the hospital when john was born i don't because they show that whole montage and i think and we they commented don't they don't show ricky's parents showing up that like, sucks it does suck yeah um so mm, m and s want to get sausage king margaret and sausage shaker (laughs) sausage okay uh margaret and shaker want to get to know john because they hardly ever see him and get to spend time with him and they're like we think of ricky as a son we want to be grandparents to this child just like Mm -hmm. you guys get to be yeah um and they're like we're good with kids we have foster kids etc etc they say Ricky has been with them for many years, and I'm just wondering how many, like, yeah, we never we'll really ever got know, but... a timeline on that. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know when all the stuff with Ricky's dad went down and he got into the foster system, because apparently he was living at that hotel with his mom for a while. So yeah. that happened. But like, he had to have enough time for like all the shit to go down with his dad and then yeah. also live with his parents, apparently run away a few times. Yeah. And then now he's only 16. And like, so. his dad served a jail sentence and then got out of jail when he was 16. Yeah. So like, how long of a jail sentence would that mean? Like, I don't know. I'm yeah. just, I have questions and I don't think we should ever read be the diary of Ricky Underwood. <laughs> I would like to, that is, that would be some juicy stuff. Yes. Um, so Molly's like, listen, we like Ricky a lot. We just think that Amy needs to make the decision because she's the mom. And basically everyone at the table, including George is like, um, Ricky yep. is the dad. So yep. that's not a good argument. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and Molly's like, just give her some more time and Amy will probably compromise. And then Have they met her. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret is like, how much time? Because like, I'm a social worker. Mm-hmm. I see cases like this all the time. And um, it's not always so mom focused anymore. Like that mm-hmm. was a trend for a while, but we're kind of moving away from it. And like, yeah, as a social worker, I can tell you with all of the evidence, like impartially, I'm just going to say Ricky would probably win if this went to court. And also like the the more stubborn Amy gets about this, like if she gets to a point where she's like not letting Ricky see him at all, then like he has an even bigger chance of winning because yeah. you can say like, hey, she's being super unreasonable with this kid. Like, yeah, it's not good. Um, so that conversation happened. And then we go to Ricky and Ruben. And Ricky is, they talk about Adrian for a second, where Ricky says that Adrian and him are no good for each other, which is accurate. And I'm yep. glad that he knows that. I don't know if Adrian quite understands that yet, but she'll get there. Well, like, no, she won't, but she'll get <laughs> pregnant and distracted. Yes, she will. Okay. So then Ricky asks for some legal advice about the whole situation. 
And Ruben is like, go for mediation. You don't want court, but just remember that you might not get what you want. And Mm -hmm. during this whole thing, so from my, I've taken like two intro to law classes and Mm -hmm. then just generally been surrounded by pre-law students in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So my understanding of mediation is, and I did a quick Google search to back this up. And like, this Mm -hmm. is pretty much like you don't necessarily get a legal agreement out of mediation alone. Like Mm -hmm. the thing with mediation is anyone can back out at any time. So it's just like, we have an issue and we want someone impartial to like give us their opinion. And I guess by the end of it, they can write up an agreement, but also if the mediator, if the mediator comes up with something that you don't like, you can just not sign the agreement and it isn't legally binding to you. Yeah. So like at this point, no one is being sued for custody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is that the correct terminology? (laughs) I don't know if it would be sued or there is something in between mediation and like litigation called arbitration that I think is more like. Someone's been reading their word of the day calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's like more like what they're saying mediation is where it's like Mm -hmm. private court where there's just one arbitrator who then can like demand court like can demand documents and like you would usually have legal representation and like they Mm -hmm. will make a decision that you have to follow legally um but I think that's just kind of how they're treating the mediation I don't know yeah um if you're like you did more research than the people who write this show well I'm I literally did a google search for like 30 seconds that is Mm -hmm. just based on I have taken classes before Mm -hmm. but uh if you're a a real lawyer and know more about that and I am wrong about everything which is very possible please let me know email us email us uh so Ricky wants to do wants to go to a mediator and he wants to do it because he feels like he should be a better father than his mother was to him. Like a better parent. Yeah. Because um, he just. Yeah, because his thing is he whole... like wants to stand up for John and like yeah. actually take action instead of just letting Amy do whatever she wants. Even though like Amy, like we said, is not like actively abusing John. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to just like let her do whatever she wants. Just like his mom let his dad do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And it all ended poorly um so that's his motivation right now and Ruben says he'll set up a mediation for them so Ruben's just going to take care of it all uh but he'll only do that if Ricky tries to work it out with Amy one more time on his own without resorting to anyone anything else yeah okay um and then he's like listen if you do this one of you is gonna win and one of you is gonna lose and there will be resentment regardless and Ricky is mm-hmm. like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's literally like, I don't even care if Phoebe resents me. Like, she already yeah. does. So, yeah. like, yeah. makes no difference. And then Ricky goes to talk to Amy, since Ruben just told him to. So they meet on a park bench. And Ricky is like, you've made good decisions for our son all of his life. Like, I, 
I just think that this one that you're making about me not having custody or anything, like that one's a bad decision. Yeah. And also like he starts like in my episode and in this, like he starts all of their conversations with like, Hey, like, I do think you're a good parent. Yeah. But, that's not blah, what blah, blah. About. Yeah. And she's always like, well, yeah, and I'm the mother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's then mean to me. Amy's like, well, not everyone thinks that that's a bad decision. Like a lot of people support me. And then she pulls out a laptop and she shows him. <laughs> okay. A, yeah. First of all, she pulls it out of a laptop case and I feel like it takes forever for her yeah. to like, pull I mean, it they're out still talking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's so funny. Cause like. <laughs> IRL today you just like pull it up on your phone or just like whip open your laptop and be like boop 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 let me yeah. she's like let me open I mean, up my I'm like, sure dinosaur clunker I'm sure there are still people who are committed to laptop cases like that mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen them um I never quite understood the point but yeah I just put my I'm laptop sure they're in out there yeah same <laughs> so yeah um so she shows him this series of videos of all of their friends uh, making character witnesses in support of Amy. Yeah. So Adrian, Adrian's more directly attacks Ricky. So she, yeah, but she also says in it like, "I am his ex girlfriend." Yeah, discrediting herself. Yeah, like great. Uh, she's like, he has intimacy issues and can't be trusted. Um, also while they're showing these videos, just like the border of the laptop looks so like fake. fake. Yeah. Like was... the moon landing. Mm. Oh, callbacks. <laughs> the moon landing is slow time. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> the moon landing. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Falling in love. Uh, So that's Adrian's. And then we have Madison and Lauren doing a joint one. And they say that Amy should have full custody. And that's literally all they say. And it's like, who cares what you think? Like, they're not even. You are a child. It's not even like a character thing. They're literally just expressing their opinion without anything else surrounding it. And Jack is clearly doing it under duress. Yeah. Uh, Jake's, Very obviously. Jake specifically is like, I like Ricky and Amy, but I guess it should be Amy. And then Madison coughs off screen. <clears throat> and then he's like, no, no, it should definitely be Amy. Like, they Very obviously convincing. edited this video to put them all together. Why didn't they just cut that part out? Yeah. Like, or just cut Jack out entirely. He's not part of this. Yeah. And uh, Ben is like, Amy's a good mother. And Grace is like, I'm a Christian. And also Amy's a good mother. (laughs) Um, And so that's all the videos. And Ricky's like, I'm glad you and Ben are talking again. I hope you let Ben see John again. Like, just very casual, like, like, positive. If I saw that, I'd be like, you fucking snake. You went behind my back with people (laughs) who I thought were my friends and got them to make these videos to keep my son away from me yeah like fuck you see like I I would be madder about it but also those videos are so not gonna get you anywhere (laughs) like it's like what's the point yeah um 
like Adrian's is vindictive and like bashing his character, but everything else is literally just like Amy's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not anything to really get that upset about. Yeah. Um, and so Amy's like, they all emailed me those videos because they're my friends. Just like, on your phone? Did they email you, you open them phone? on your phone? You get emails from your phone? Yeah. On your phone? With your email? I didn't know that. Wow. Um, and then Amy's like, please don't do this. Please don't take this any further. I don't like change, basically. And Ricky's like, well, I want things to change. So please tell me why not. Tell me yeah. what is your reasoning? What is your point of view? I oh. would love to hear it. Like, what reasons do you have? Because I cannot think of any. (laughs) And um, Amy's like, he's mine. I changed my whole life for him. And Ricky's like, I want to change my life for him. Also, he already has. Like, he got emancipated and got a job to help support the baby. Like, he did change his life for this baby already. Yes. And he's like, I love him and want to change my life even more like in the same way and amy's like no i just i don't want to and i don't think that i should have to not really offering any reasons just i don't want to and uh ricky's like i resent you i resent those videos those are my friends too (laughs) at least ben is my friend you punched (laughs) him one episode ago and grace too and jake's okay (laughs) okay Ricky's three friends apparently on this show are Ben, (laughs) Grace, Grace, and maybe Jake. And I get that like he's having a secret affair with Jake off screen that he has to like downplay for Amy. So like that's why he's bottom of the list right now. Yeah. But like why is Ben at the top? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And uh Ricky's like, I talked to Ruben and he he asked me to talk to you one more time and before I take this further, just to like try to work it out. So we're not working it out and I'm going to take like we're gonna get a mediation then. Yeah, if you're not this is do not it. going well. Um, so what's the problem? Like, can we not work this out? Like literally, why do you want him and why do you not want him with me? Like, what's going on? And mm-hmm. Amy's like, Why do I want him? He's my baby and I love him. Dot dot dot. And I don't want him to love you. Ooh. So that's like, her reasoning. Already, already, like, I feel like he loves his dad because yeah. every time we see them together, like, they're having a good time. But yeah. also, like, if you make it so that he only sees his dad on special occasions, he's gonna... that's going to make that worse. Like, yeah. not to bring up Gilmore Girls again, but, like, obviously like Lorelai had like full-ass custody of Rory for like her whole life but like the first time you see her dad she's like oh my god my dad's here I'm so excited can I take Mm -hmm. you everywhere and show you everything in my life and can you stay forever like she was so fucking psyched to see her dad and like that's the way it's going to be with John if he only gets to see his dad when like something cool is happening because then he's only going to associate his dad with like Like, the cool parents yeah and like not being disciplined and actually taking like responsible parenting like responsibilities yeah um but basically ricky hears that and then he channels his inner taylor swift and he says i'll see you in court uh and leaves yes and then i was trying to think of what song that was from and i was like oh that was from real life yeah that was from that was from taylor swift memes in real life (laughs) um she should write 
a song about that. I guess she kind of did. Like she's referenced it, but like, um, I mean that specific like that were she's been in court several times. Yeah. Uh, but that meme where everyone's like Taylor Swift, I'll see you in court, is like because she sued a bunch of people for literally just saying song lyrics that are hers not even like playing music but just like oh (laughs) like she tried to trademark like she trademarked this sick beat and no one can use that for anything didn't Paris Hilton try to do that for that's hot maybe a lot of people try to do it for a lot of stupid things yeah like the fine brothers a youtube channel they did like kids react and they tried to trademark the word react like i think em emerald tried to trademark bang did you know any of those words bang did you do you know who emerald is i don't know who that is no i've heard the word bang um but you didn't try and trademark this but remember how that one guy would be like the cleaning power of OxyClean. Was it yeah. Billy Mays? Yeah, yeah. He he, he died, but yeah. I feel like he should have trademarked that. Yeah. Like that belongs to him, not OxyClean. <laughs> um, but that's why the whole Taylor Swift see you in court thing is funny, not for the like more serious court things that have happened with her. <laughs> yes. Anyway, just wanted to clear that up that I'm not laughing at Taylor Swift for other things anyway amy yes uh amy angrily what amy angrily slaps a bench and then the scene ends she's just like "Eh." um a derby name that i saw last weekend was weird al slap a bitch nice but they had like it they had it on a jacket and the bitch was just a bench so it was weird al slap a bench Bench. slap a bench so that's that's the words i just said um Jake and Madison are together and apparently Madison said she'd have sex with Jake if he made that video for Amy but no she offered him oral sex for the video but they just say sex they do just straight up say sex okay so I mean whenever these two talk about sex a lot of the times they say sex and they mean oral sex so yes unclear it's confusing yeah um, but later, whenever they do talk about sex, they say real sex later. So that's I don't that's like how that. they're doing that. Um, but Madison doesn't want to have sex again now because she's afraid that the court will find out <laughs> and that uh, that she's trading sexual favors for a testimony and she's going to go to jail. <laughs> I mean, she should. It, it is illegal. So. And, she says going to jail is her biggest fear. So just keep that in mind for the future. I don't know. Yes. Her I don't know if it will come trait. up again, but that's a personality trait. Afraid of jail. We've already discussed our biggest fears on here, right? Yeah. Mine was bugs and yours was uh, apes. Chimpanzees. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not a fan. Uh, anyway. So then Madison tells Jake to make another video, but only if he wants to, just to make it clear that no sexual favors were exchanged for the video. <laughs> and yes. Jake's like, whatever, I'll do whatever you want. And Madison's <laughs> like, well, I want to have real sex after Leo and Betty's wedding. So they're arranging that. Okay. You know, the stereotype that like teenagers have sex for the first time after prom. 
Yes. Leo and Betty's wedding is prom, right? Yeah. Because they're not, it's not like they're going to have us show a prom to us. So that's. No. That's. I mean, well, because some of the the characters are still only sophomores. I don't know if they can go to prom, but like, Mm -hmm. I just think it's funny that their wedding is like a the finale. Yeah. It is the prom (laughs) that everybody goes to. Love that. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of what we're about to talk about is like all set off like after Leo and Betty's wedding like there are a lot of things that people are planning on doing after this like trade this like this cornerstone event (laughs) they're all planning their lives around it so it makes sense to attend Leo and Betty's wedding yes it makes sense that that's the finale ender I guess because everything's gonna change because they have talked about like like in the mother-daughter dance episode like they set up that there were three sets of parents who were all gonna get married mm-hmm. and then like I mean they they show like the, they'll show whatever we'll see the episode but like yeah. the one that is like a big deal is Leo and Betty and I love that yeah yeah uh so then we see Lauren and Birdman and Lauren's like we should have sex after the wedding Mm -hmm. and Birdman's just like okay I guess whatever Lauren's motivation is literally just that Madison is going to have sex after the wedding so Lauren also is going to I I do not like that I don't like it either but I don't I also don't care to talk about it yeah um so we have Ben and Ricky at the butcher shop and Ricky's like what the fuck like the video why'd you do that yeah kind of rude ben's like listen it's not a betrayal because i can also get everyone who just made a video for amy to also make a video for you that's not better like <laughs> now you're just you're just setting up nothing it like, all just cancels out so. also the thing is is what ricky wants is equal p- parentship right yes. So, like, if they if they make equal videos, that supports Ricky. Yes. Like, Amy only gets what she wants if they only support her. Well, I'm pretty so. sure they all want to support Ricky, except for yeah. Adrian. They just got, like, talked Roped into doing into it for doing... whatever reason. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, so, like, they don't mind if it ends up that Ricky gets custody, because that's kind of the But then, like, why the would they do the thing. Amy thing in the first place? Like, I don't know. Well, that's why they didn't bash Ricky in it, though. They were just like, it's like Adrian called them and said, make a video saying Amy's a good mother. And so they did. But it's like, that doesn't stop anything from happening. Yeah. Anyway. um, Ricky's like, okay, we'll do that. Go get the videos made. Yeah. And he walks away. Yeah. And then Grace calls Ben, or maybe Ben calls Grace. I don't know. But someone calls Ben. Yeah. And Ben's like, Amy showed Ricky the videos. And Grace is like, ugh, we're idiots. And Ben's like, well, we're just, we're just going to make videos for Ricky now. And Grace is like, okay, come over tonight. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh. And then Ben or Bunny, Bunny takes Ben's phone and yells that no phones at work. And then they hang up. And then yes. she tells Ben also not to have sex with Grace. I mean, that is probably one of the least problematic things he could do right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I wish he uh, had just done that instead of having sex with Adrian ever, but. Would it be problematic once he finds out that Adrian's pregnant to then continue to pursue Grace? No. I, don't I know. mean, Depends I don't think so because like he didn't 
like he never agreed to be committed to Adrian. But he does later. Spoiler yeah. alert. But like, I wish that like his revenge against Amy had been to like go make out with Grace because like he was already doing that and like that wouldn't have gotten anybody pregnant and wouldn't have hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. So then Ricky talks to Sausage King and he Sausage King came into the butcher shop because he wasn't sure if Ricky would make it to a shift. So he was like gonna be back up in case they got busy or something. Okay. Um, but they talk about the wedding and Ricky's like, I'll be there. Uh, and Sausage King is like, how to go with Amy. Basically, Ricky and Sausage King are just best friends, like giving mm-hmm. each other life updates. Yeah. I love it for them. We like we we've talked about this since the beginning that like he becomes like his surrogate father, and like yeah. we're really starting to see that like yes. last episode and this episode, like he's so concerned for him. Yes. He just wants him to be okay. He wants to replace his own son with Ricky. And yeah. I support it. So Ricky tells him that he's gonna have a mediation set up. And Sausage King is like, well, what happens if it doesn't gonna go, if it, if it doesn't go If it doesn't gonna go (laughs) the way that you want. (laughs) What happens if it doesn't go your way? Are you going to take off again? And Ricky's like, no, but I might punch Ben again. And then Ricky (laughs) walks away and then Ben walks over and Sausage King is like, what did you do now? Yeah. I told you not to get in the middle of this. Why are you in the middle of it? And Ben's like, a whole bunch of other people also got in the middle of it. Wow. Peer pressure. <laughs> and Sausage King is like, what's wrong with you? And Bunny's like, he's thinking about having sex with Grace. That's what's wrong with him. That's not even top of the <laughs> list of what's wrong with him. And Ben's like, we're just friends. It's fine. Basically, it's just so funny to see the dichotomy of, like, the conversation with Ricky and Sausage King and then the conversation with Ben and Sausage King. Because when he's talking to Ricky, they're having, like, an adult conversation yes. about, like, real shit. And then he's talking to Ben. And he's like, what the fuck is your problem? Why are you such a mess? Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we see Ashley and Grant on the phone. And Ashley's like, I want to be more than friends with you. And I want to make my own decisions about sex and not let my parents make decisions for me okay so there's there's that we're gonna leave that there like she doesn't say i want to have sex with you she's just like i want to make a decision yeah and it's like okay like why are you calling him to tell him that you want to make a decision but you don't know what that decision is uh because we need a transition for her bringing up birth control and so yeah uh the tv show needed her to talk out loud and so they put but like it's weird that she's saying that to grant like i feel like it would have been more organic for her to like have that conversation with amy even just like i don't know maybe or i mean Griffin. that would have made sense that's true that's true and, and she's expressing that she because like he earlier says he wants her to be his girlfriend but like they're not quite official boyfriend girlfriend yet yeah uh so she is expressing like i want to be more than friends so like that's yeah. also some development i guess a reason mm-hmm. for that i don't know yeah all right um we're then we see the mediation happen yes okay we uh so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this mediator mm-hmm. oh we, imdb style yes imdb awesome. style this mediator um his name is jeffrey owens and he looked very familiar to me i'll just say that 
Yeah. And we will pick up on that we'll find whenever out I why. get to why. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his birthday is March 18th, 1961. A Pisces. Piskies. Piskies. Um, he's best known for the Cosby show. He was, I, I watched maybe a couple episodes of that throughout my life just because they were there, but he was like a pretty Jello prominent character. pudding. Am I right, ladies? Uh, he was Elvin, which is like a pretty prominent character, I guess, but I don't know any of the actual characters on the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also known for the paper, which is okay. a movie in 1994. I don't know. But then he has a lot of one-off episodes and other stuff, including Law and Order, That's So Raven. I didn't know I was pregnant, which is oh. Wait, I thought that was like a... It's like a yeah, real life... It is, but I'm pretty sure they have like reenactments. So it's the sort of thing where like people tell, have you watched an episode of that before? No. I think what it is, is like they have people tell their stories and then yeah, they I guess have they reenactments can't... of that story. I guess they can't film it while it's happening. <laughs> yeah, because they, they don't know. know. <laughs> yeah. Wild. That, I I have a friend who, uh, her mom didn't know she was pregnant with her until like labor or something. Nice. And that's terrifying. Yeah. But um he was on the slap for an episode did you tell me about that show uh, we discussed it on yeah this. yeah the slap yeah someone got slapped and then there was a show about it i yeah. never watched it i don't understand why it existed but i do love slaps well so. he's he's on an episode of it so if anyone Weird ever slap watches bitch. that look out for that uh he was on an episode of blue bloods it's always sunny in philadelphia oh recently he was on eight episodes of the haves and the haves nots which is like his biggest thing he's done in a while i guess in the heavens yes okay but the thing i guess i probably recognized him from is something called flash forward have you ever heard of it no okay i didn't think you would have okay so i you know how i've like never seen anything ever yes so this is one really random show that i have seen because when I was like 12 years old, uh, someone in my family, I don't remember who, basically was like, hey, Carrie, you should like stop watching Disney and Nickelodeon because I don't want to hear it anymore. And oh. like, you should you should watch a grown up show for once. OK. OK. <laughs> and then they sat me in the TV in front of the TV and put on this show, Flash Forward. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're going to watch this the whole first season. Like, we're going to watch this. <laughs> OK. okay. Um, so I watched the show. It's called Flash Forward. I'm gonna give you the the rundown because okay, I'm getting a rundown. Uh, so basically, one day everyone blacked out. Everyone in the world blacked out at the same time, and they had a vision of the future. That's so Mm -hmm. Raven style. But is that what That's So Raven is about? She has visions of the future. Yes, I did not know that. Not know that. No, she can see the future, but now everyone can see the future, but just once. And, um, some people don't see the future though. They just like literally black out. And so they're like, why the heck, why did everyone else see the future? But I didn't, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And the main character sees in his future vision, sees a board, like a investigation board with all the strings and the pictures and the sticky notes and stuff. And a uh, crazy board. Yes. A crazy board where he is investigating why the flash forward happened and like when it happened and who was involved and like trying to deduce all that so he then sees all of the board already made and put together 
And then uh-huh. the whole show is him like remembering, oh, I saw this picture on the board. So I'm going to talk to this person about why this flash forward happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they like figure out the date of like when everyone saw because it was all the same day. And okay. it turns out that like the people who didn't have it actually died before the date that everyone flashed forward to. Okay. So then you like follow those characters and see them die and stuff. And mm-hmm. then at the end they only have one season and I think it catches up to the day that they all flash forward to and then yeah like stuff goes down I don't know (laughs) and then like they're about to have another flash forward and then the season ends and then it was canceled so oh wow so that's a show that I actually watched (laughs) that's when was it that sounds interesting it was like in 2010 it was like around the same time as Sledge Out wow yeah um so he was in that for a little bit which is why i recognized him it sounds like something i would watch and then describe to you yeah i don't know this is what it feels like to be carrie i can only see this far in front of my face that's true (laughs) i don't know if it was good like premise sounds good i mean i haven't watched it since literally it it reminds me of a combination between um the show the fucking the show where everybody disappeared the disappears and um heroes it for some reason reminds me of heroes um it had like because i looked at the imdb page for it and it had like a 7.5 rating which is like okay so people see people liked it nice um where are we so the mediation okay so the videos we're showing videos for ricky's side this time and jake says i said that the that amy should have the kid but maybe that's just because i didn't have a solid dad figure growing up which like begs the question when did his dad die question mark do we know yeah i don't know but his mom is pam so that's all i know um but Jake's like, Ricky's cool, and I'm not receiving any favors for this, just so you know. <laughs> um, Sus. Madison is like, Ricky's come a long way. And Lauren's like, I think he's a good father. And Henry and Alice are like, both of the parents love John, and that's cool. And Joe <laughs> makes a testimony. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I usually get that? paid. I usually get paid for testimonies since I'm an expert. Uh-huh. But I'll, I'll waive the fees and just mediation. Uh, Amy's hot and Ricky's not bad. So Why would they keep that in? Like, know. what? I don't know. Um, Grace is like, I didn't realize it was one over the other. Uh, he's trying to be a good father. So, okay. Hot. And then Ben is like, I'm friends with Ricky and Ricky's a good dad. So, there's your opinions. Not that it ever really made a difference. Yeah not super yeah. relevant <laughs> uh the mediator is like okay is that it we done here cool <laughs> so he's reviewed all of he's reviewed school records and court records and talked to the parents and he saw the friends videos and he he's very positive to both amy and ricky while giving his decision which mm-hmm. is cool um he's like he acknowledges ricky taking positive steps in therapy to like get through his shit 
he mm-hmm. acknowledges Amy working hard to like raise her grades after they dropped after she gave birth. Yeah. And he's like, it's really cool that you have friends and family that stuck by you through the teen pregnancy. Cause like that doesn't always happen. Um, but overall I'm ready to announce my recommendation. And then Amy interrupts him before he says it. And he's Someone's like licking garbage on my bed. Someone. <laughs> it's Zoe. Zoe. You can't do that. It's okay. She can do that. What if it wasn't Zoe? It's. (laughs) What if it wasn't Zoe? (laughs) Oh, dude. Tangent about vacation. So we stayed in this Airbnb that was like really cute. But like at night, it was kind of creepy because it was like this little cabin and it was like the whole house. And anyway, um, at one night I like woke up in the middle of the night and I heard just like Zoe making mouth sounds and I know that it was just Zoe but like it was dark and in my mind I was like there's an old man in here eating soup and I was like what do I do and then I slowly like got more awake and I was like there's probably not an old man in here eating soup but like what if there was like what would you do if you just woke up and there was an old man in your room eating soup like He's not threatening you, He's just but eating. he is in your room and he is eating soup. I so. would definitely be terrified. Yeah. Would I scream. was, Please I get was out. not in a good place mentally <laughs> no. at that moment, but it ended up being okay. It was just Zoe being weird. I'm glad so. there wasn't an old man in your room eating soup though. Yeah, me too. Um, so Amy interrupts the mediator before he makes his recommendation mm-hmm. and She's like, please hold on. Let me make the decision. I am wrong and he's right. And he should be able to take John on the weekends. It's important to have for John to have his dad and I shouldn't stand in the way. And it's like, girl, why are we here? Yeah. You literally could have just done that. Like, it's so fucking funny though. When the mediator is like, actually, you don't get to make the decision. I yeah, make the decision. Because that's why like, Because she was trying to, like, like, she knows that she's doing a shitty thing mm-hmm. by, like, making everyone go through all this when she could have just agreed to compromise in the first yes. place. And she's trying to, at the very last second, back out and be like, actually, I'm gonna do the right thing. And the guy's like, well, it's actually too late for that, so yeah. you don't get to like take you the high Like, you already here. fucked up, so... <laughs> yeah, so y- I'm taking away that decision from you because yes. you were a bitch about it, so now you don't get to say that you decided this, I decided it for you. Yes. There you go. Um, so the mediator's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna make the decision anyway, though. So starting next weekend, Ricky picks up John on Friday, and then Amy picks up John on Sunday, and keep the arrangement pleasant and civil, please. And I hope to never see you again. Yes. But, um, like, I don't know. I would get annoyed if, like, I didn't get to see him on weekends at all. Because the weekends are, like I said, when you get to do fun things. Like, I feel like they're going to need to amend that, especially as he gets older. Yeah. And, like, once he's in school, like, it's going to be even worse when, like, he gets home from school and wants to, like, do homework and go to sleep and whatever. And then on the weekends, he wants to, like, go to birthday parties and go to Disneyland and, like, all kinds of fun stuff. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, This is just a mediation. There is no legal thing behind this. (laughs) Yes. And also, they always have the option of doing stuff together. Like, if one of them, like, wants to take him to the zoo, you could always be like, hey, Ricky, do you want to come with me? And even if there was something legal behind this, it's like, if you talk to each other 
and you can like be like oh I actually need this weekend like yeah Um, or you can say stuff like oh like maybe he was like sick all week so it like wasn't a good week maybe I'll just keep him for the weekend so we don't have as long as there's communication about it and that both people agree to it like the thing is if there's something legal behind it and someone is not agreeing to like the extra time that someone's taking with their kid then it's like yeah then you're gonna violate the agreement and there are gonna be consequences but if you can both agree that like the agreement doesn't need to apply to this particular weekend that's fine yes I was definitely paying attention for all yes. of that and not <laughs> dealing okay. with garbage uh and like I know people who had like custody stuff like who were the kids in the custody situation Mm -hmm. and basically when they get older it's like like when they get to be like teenager ish they can kind of be like make more decisions about where they're spending their time yeah regardless of any agreements that were made before like as they get older like if they want to hang out with their friends on the weekends like and, like, if one of the parents lives somewhere else and, like, it's not really an option. Yeah. Or, like, like that thing with um, Lauren when, like, her dad was mad that she got to go to the mother-daughter dance with her mom, even though she already spends most of her time with her mom. Like, mm-hmm. if something like that happens, you can be like, okay, well, you take her for this because, like, the mother-daughter dance is something special, but mm-hmm. maybe I get her an extra day next week and we'll go do yeah. something special. Yeah. So there are ways to work it out regardless of, like, the formal agreement. Yes. Um, which happens to be an issue right away because they're like, oh, John's birthday is actually next weekend. So does that mean Ricky gets John for his first birthday? Um, and Amy is upset, but then her parents are literally just like, just plan a party together. And my question yeah. is, if this is next weekend, did you not already plan something like they usually that would have been done <laughs> also his birthday is supposed to be in february so, so i guess it's february apparently i guess like it was the finale of last season so it being the finale of this season i guess it's just going to be the finale of every season is every, birthday. <laughs> every season finale is in february now i, mean, I guess that's my, the beginning of the year <laughs> my birthday is end of august so like my birthday is pretty much the season premiere of every year of my life because it's like yep. right when i move into college or right when i start grad school or right when i start a new job like it's always the start of something new yeah it feels so right usually i mean my birthday at the end of may is usually like a closing of times like it can be a season closing time yes (laughs) uh so ricky with his parents is like thanks for encouraging me to do this Mm -hmm. and then they're like you should have the party at the park because it's a neutral location yeah and then his mom says, Amy will treat you the way you treat her and all of this. So be nice. And I'm just like, mm, I that. Yeah. Like she he has been, I mean, like he, get, he gets angry sometimes, but he's been pretty civil this whole fucking time, especially she with has not. this particular thing. And she's been like going behind his back, making like sneaky videos. Yeah. So, so not necessarily accurate. Um, Molly and George are talking and George is like, so is this how we'll end up fighting in court over Robbie? He's not even your son. <laughs> yeah. Although he is raising him. So like, 
unlike Ben, yeah. I feel like he does have some claim to this child because yeah. he's raising him as his own. But um, yeah. And then uh, he's on his marriage bullshit again. Mm-hmm. And Molly's like, listen, we were miserable when we were married and now I'm not miserable. So he like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> not as miserable, I guess. That's true. <laughs> um, and George is like, listen, let's just run to Vegas after Leo and Betty's wedding and get married ourselves. And oh, Molly's yeah. just like, I'm going to tell you the same thing I've been telling you. I'll think about it. And George is like, well, you have until the wedding to think about it. And I guess okay. that's an ultimatum of some sort. What, what is his threat? Like, he, that he might leave? Like, she doesn't want him. Like, he has nothing that she wants. Yeah. Like, so, like, him threatening to leave over this is like, you're the one who supposedly wants the relationship so badly. Yeah. And she's the one who's, like, kind of on the fence about it. So if you just decide to leave because she won't marry you, that just, like, is like okay i guess i didn't want to be with him in the first place she yeah not marry you yeah yeah um and then ricky and amy start planning the birthday party together and then adrian shows up at the jurgens house yes on how everything went down but only mm-hmm. ashley only and ashley to drop some truth bombs realizations well, she, she doesn't go there for that intentionally but that's oh. what happens yeah. So only Ashley is there. No one is home yet from the mediation, so they don't know how it went. But Ashley's like, I'm glad you came here anyway. I'm going to ask you about birth control pills. How do I get some without letting my mother know? And Adrian's like, there's a free clinic you can go to, but I suggest you ask your mother because I did. And my mom took me to get birth control pills. And actually, I just changed birth control pills. And remember, your body has to get used to it. You got to you gotta be on the pill for at least a month before they really get started and mm-hmm. dramatic okay. strings start playing <laughs> i am interested to know like does that like in real life not on the show does that one month still apply if, if you're, you're on switching? the same type of birth control and just switching brands because like how much does your body need to adjust if you're still taking like the same like strategy of birth control like still take like the estrogen pills or whatever but like just a different manufacturer like you so I don't know anything (laughs) yeah I would assume you would have a reason for switching yeah sort of like but like if you went if you went from like like hormonal birth controls to like IUD then like I'm pretty sure that works right away Mm mm-hmm like, I know there's, like, implants you can get. I don't know how long those take to work, but, like, I, I'm, I don't know. I just, I feel like she would. I feel like there must be differences between birth control pills. Yeah. Like, even but, if like, you're are those brands. differences sufficient enough that, like, it would actually not be active or would, like, the activity, like, the residual activity from the previous month of taking birth control, like, because... What it does is it stops you from ovulating. So, like, mm. you would still be not ovulating because of oh, you were one. taking birth control up until that point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Can look it Let's up. Let's call a doctor. <laughs> McKenna. McKenna. <laughs> um, so, basically, Adrian's realizing things. Realize, realize. Um, realize, realize, realize. Yeah. Real uh, acts, relax, relax. 
So uh, she's like, I hope that's why I'm late, just because I switched pills and like my body's getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I always use condoms, but condoms can break. And oh no, a condom broke recently. I I think it's very unrealistic that like neither of them have mentioned that the condom broke until right now yeah like I understand they both thought she was on birth control but like especially from Ben's point of view if this actually is the first time he's having sex if the condom breaks the first time you have sex you're gonna freak out about it like Mm -hmm. regardless so and uh then she asked for a calendar and just like when was the mother-daughter dance so that signals that it was the time she had sex with Ben that she's Mm -hmm. concerned about and uh adrian's pregnant and it's ben's and the episode ends cool (laughs) Oof. i mean it's not confirmed until later but like this was watching this live live several years after it was made but like for the first time i was like whoa whoa they're going there now (laughs) we really did go there because it because it was like uh it's like a plot twist but like a twist of like oh, so we're just doing last season again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just doing, you just ran out of ideas and you're just reusing a teen pregnancy. Like, they didn't even try to do, like, a drug storyline or an alcoholism storyline or mm-hmm. anything like that. They're just going straight back to pregnancy. Like, okay. That's, that's the core of the show. Mm-hmm. Always need to be pregnant. How did we get here? How did any of us get anywhere? Six. Seven? Six. That's oh, the conversation I, that I was doing a bit where it's like know. every other episode, they're like, how do we get here? Six. But then you like didn't get what I was doing. So I had to do it myself. Wow. And then it was and then I thought you said the number six instead of six. God damn it, Carrie. <laughs> We're good at podcasts. <laughs> podcast. All right. Well, this has uh, been slow tap. It sure has been. I'm Carrie. And I am not. And we're sorry. Bye. Bye. So I did about 30 seconds of Googling about switching birth control pills. And for the most part, it seems like it would be fine to just switch pills as long as you go straight from one to the other without pausing you probably wouldn't get pregnant, but also there's some stuff that's saying that it's better safe than sorry, and like bodies react differently to different medications just depending on the person and to talk to your doctor, and that it's probably better safe than sorry, so definitely use protection and maybe wait a month if you really, really want to be sure that you wouldn't get pregnant, but for the most part, it seems like it's pretty okay and like pretty rare to get pregnant just because you just switched birth control pills, but also maybe not unheard of. So I guess there's that.